Welcome to the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate about helping children to have a strong foundation in Jesus. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. Today we get to hear from Cheryl Chumley. I am so excited to discuss her wisdom with you. Cheryl is an online opinion editor, commentary writer, and host of the Bold and Blunt podcast at the Washington Times. She is the author of four books, the latest of which are titled Socialists Don't Sleep, Christians Must Rise or America Will Fall, and Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. Welcome to the show, Cheryl. It's great to be with you. Thank you for having me. I am just so excited because your book, it, it's really powerful and impactful. And I, I know this book will help parents have more wisdom to help their kids to defend their faith better. Can you tell us about your book? How can parents and communities stop the socialistic infiltration in our public schools? Yeah, that's the huge question, right? Because if we allow the next generation to fall to the far left ideology that America is inherently racist, then in no time at all, our country will crumble from within. So one of the core responsibilities that parents have to do nowadays is to realize that today's public school systems aren't the public school systems of our time, right? It's not about you go to class, you say your Pledge of Allegiance, everybody is in line with the idea that America is exceptional and the foundation of teaching starts there. You have to realize that today's teachers have been infiltrated by the far left, not all, but enough to make a huge difference. And in my book, Socialists Don't Sleep, I look at the influence, the growing influence of the Democratic Socialists of America, where they have actively campaigned for people, for members, for socialists to go into the public school systems and become teachers and administrators. So for the bullet point takeaway from all that, you have to realize first and foremost that today's school systems are not like the ones that we grew up on. And you have to realize that and take action accordingly with your children. And I'd like to point out that not all Democrats are socialists, but you're talking about the ones who are trying to take away our freedoms. I I am. And look, you have to realize the Democrat Party today has been taken over by far left socialist type thinkers. It was Tom Perez, head of the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, that said, A couple years ago, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is a card-carrying socialist, is the future of the Democrat Party. So if you're a parent and you're affiliated with the Democrat Party, take a good hard look at what this party is supporting these days, because it's not JFK Democrats, and it's not even Bill Clinton Democrats any longer. Wow, that's a great point. I mean, I just have goosebumps. That's a great point. Or Holy Spirit bumps. It's so true. (laughs) But why should we care about the school systems? And how can we get people to get more involved in the Christian schools? Right. Well, look, the temptation of Christian parents is to keep their kids sheltered from the public school system. And I get that. I have four kids. Three of them, three of them went through the public school system. The fourth, my husband and I yanked and put in a private school affiliated with our Christian church because 
of Barack Obama's commandment to the Department of Education to open the bathrooms to girls and boys equally. So in other words, my daughter used to come home from school, race to the bathroom because she was afraid to use the bathroom in public schools because she thought a boy might be in there next to her. So in a way that addresses your question, it's not as if Christians live in a world unto themselves, right? We live in this world. So if we don't take care that the children being taught in the public school systems are taught to love America, to respect the Constitution, to respect religious freedoms, then we're going to be the brunt of what these emerging leaders of America bring forth in terms of persecuting and prosecuting the Christian beliefs. So that's why we should care. And we should also take action to maybe even go into the school boards, run for school boards of the public school systems, become teachers and administrators in the public school systems. So you, like the DSA has found, can work on the inside of the system to bring forward the principles that you hold dear in America. Exactly. Look at Heidi St. John, for example. She's running for office, and she doesn't have to do all that. If people are able to, they should. Strong Christians should be working towards being elected and, and making change. You know, it starts, it starts in our homes with our families, but then it also starts in our businesses and then in our governments and then our uh, academia ed- educational facilities. We really need to start, like you say, standing up and standing strong and making a difference. We kind of sit in our own bubble, I think thinking, well, you know, the world is so evil, it's just going to get worse because people say Satan rules the world. But guess what? Satan doesn't rule the world. God does. And we as Christians are called to go out there and to be the light, to be loving and caring and making change, not worrying so much about Satan ruling the world. And our main goal is just to save souls. No, it's so much more than that. So much more. Commanded to be the light and the voice, right? It's a hard thing if you're a Christian to stand up in this day and age of growing secularism and stand tall for Christ. But look, we have the right on our side. Not only is that God's side, but it's the founding roots of our nation. Our founding fathers believed that the link between religion and government should never be severed. They didn't think that America should have a declared church, right? That's what they came from out of England. They came here for religious freedom by and large. But they didn't think that God had no place in the public stage. And this is what the left is actively trying to sell into our nation's youth right now. And that just sets the stage for disaster. So you have to stand strong for that principle. And what you said about your daughter being afraid to go to the bathroom and how we should be involved in trying to transform the public school system. It's also important because maybe that child that's in there who's not a Christian, who's not heard about Christianity, about Jesus or God, we have to care about that child also, because that child is also our future. We do, right? These are the youngest and most vulnerable, and not everybody has the blessing of being born and raised into a Christian family. I wasn't. My family was largely atheist. And for the the majority of my life, even now, I was atheist slash agnostic. I was a lot of things. And if I hadn't had some influences in my life, then I never would have changed into a Christian. And so we who know better, who know the truth, can't just ignore the poor, vulnerable youth who are just being exploited and attacked by the far left that wants them to forget there is a great God. Yeah, oh, so true. 
Can you share some tips for how we can prepare young children who must attend public school, like your daughter who had to go through that situation? How can we prepare our children, Christian children who are in the public school? It's not necessarily a bad thing if your child is in public school. Because as I said, my first three did their entire time in public school. And my second son, especially, looked at public school as sort of a training ground for how the far left thinks, how the secular mind thinks. And that actually can arm you to be a better Christian, uh, to be a better warrior for the principles that we hold dear in America. So if your child goes to public school, you as a parent can sit down and, you know, the dinner table really is the best place to do this, a half hour a day at dinner time. Talk about what was learned in that day's history class, that day's hit, uh, science class, especially, and some of those other things that they like to slide into teaching the sex ed and things like that. And discuss what your child thinks of those viewpoints that were put forward in public school. And then Use that time to bring up the proper way to think. That way your child, when, when he or she graduates and goes off to live on his or her own, won't be so naive about how the secular world thinks, but will know how the secular world thinks and at the same time know how to counter that with the correct viewpoints. Oh, I love that because, you know, there are a lot of parents who can't afford a private education and they have to put their children in public schools. And so as we know, there are not a lot of benefits of this, but you're saying a benefit of it is that they get to understand how others truly think and live. And if you have a solid foundation at home and you're discussing the differences between a Christian worldview and a secular worldview, you are preparing them. Well, it's just the, the number one thing to fight for our nation's youth is determination determination to not stand down. I live in Virginia, and I think the entire nation saw how Virginia won against the far left that had successfully for years infiltrated our public school system here in this state. And the COVID, you know, COVID and the shutdowns of the schools really opened parents' eyes to what was taking place in the public school system. And they didn't just shrug their shoulders and say, oh, well, what can we do? They rallied together, they fought, and they, they won politically. So never give up determination, persistence, and insistence that your school board, that your school officials listen to you, the employer, are the keys to success here. Wow. Thank you, Cheryl. I appreciate all your wisdom. And again, your, your book, Socialists Don't Sleep. Christians Must Rise or America Will Fall. I hope my audience will get your book and, and read it and understand some of the wonderful points you put in there and what we can do, not only for our families, but for our country. It's, I always say it's about the salvation of our children, but it's also the preservation of Christianity. That's it. I agree completely. Thank you so much for having me, and God bless you and your audience. Thank you, and God bless you. And this is how we'll all work together to raise strong Christian kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.